technology is here, robots are here, AI is here, whether you like it or not. So I feel like it's probably a good idea to take advantage best you can. But I mean, of course, there's the other end of it that you have to get outside, you have to get away from technology, you have to put the phone down. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. Today we're talking about technology, Neuralink, cell phones, kids. Oh my gosh, I have got a lot to share with you. And it's all coming up on Exploring Mind and Body. Sit back and enjoy. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. All right, so I'm passionate about this subject on different levels. I'm going to explain that here throughout the show. But, I mean, technology is a crazy thing, isn't it? Like, technology is taking over. I mean, let's be real. (laughs) You can't really avoid it. Like, technology has come so far, leaps and bounds, from where it used to. And there's no stopping it. I feel like technology is taking over. And it's not... I mean, there's so much to talk about here. I got to organize my thoughts. But, you know, when it comes to technology, they just released this new AI stuff. I don't even know what it is or how it works. Certainly not an expert in it. But I got to tell you, it's a bit scary. Like, you've seen iRobot with Will Smith? (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. People don't understand what's happening behind the scenes and and how ai alone will be taking over i looked up this app and this app one of these apps we use it puts captions on your videos which is super cool and then they have like a back-end version i didn't even know what it is or what it does but i could type a sentence out and it could say the benefits of activated charcoal that's one of the products we sell i want to share information on that so, and I use some keywords like detoxification, digestion, etc. And it t- it'll type out whatever you want. It'll type out a text message. It'll type out um, a script for a video. It'll type out an essay, a blog post. It is bonkers. And like that is just one topic. So, when we look at what's happening moving forward is that like AI's taken over. Like we're not, people aren't going to be writing in the future. That's going to be a robot. That's going to be artificial intelligence. They have, uh, I keep getting ads from this, some type of AI that will do some type of sales call. I don't know exactly, but it's so new. I don't think we realize how deep this is going to get. Like people that are doing copywriting, they're going to be out of a job. People that do sales calls may be out of a job. Or if you're operating, a lot of times you're working on chat, which is probably a good thing because customer service is so weak in so many different areas or so many different industries that we could use something like AI. Or, But the thing is, is that you don't, you're not going to know if it's a human or a bot or because it's so well done, it's so specific. And I only tried this a few times and I was blown away by what can be done through text messages and um, text messages or 
blog posts or, or whatever you want. That's just one little app I'm talking about. They have some big, like I'm sure government agencies are, are using AI behind the scenes to do some crazy stuff that we don't even know about. Like we always get this stuff afterwards. And I mean, that's not even where I want to get to with this conversation, but it's just mind blowing to me what is happening right now. Like we think, oh, that's going to be here in the future. Like if people don't know, Tesla has brought out a robot just like iRobot. They bought out, they brought out a robot that will be able to do simple tasks and they're slowly be turning that into more human-like and like we i feel like we should know about these things like we should be very conscious of course we have self-driving cars we have those vehicles that will pick you up without a driver they'll pick you up from an air like a shuttle they'll pick you up from an airport or drop you off like that is stuff is happening right now most people think oh just just kind of tesla by the way i'm a tesla fan so when i bring them up i have no no problem with them which i'll talk about more in the future i think it's easy to pick on them because they're the leader in well evs electric vehicles and they they've changed the industry and continue to lead the market and people don't like the guys at the top which is perfectly okay but i'll get into that here shortly but that it's here like it's now we think like oh yeah that's going to happen in the future maybe our kids or grandkids are, are going to be dealing with that kind of stuff but it it's already here and i feel like we should know that and we should pay attention to exactly what's going on because there's going to be votes coming out in the near future. There's going to be people purchasing these bots for their home. It's hard It's hard for me to even, like I grew up with the Jetsons and you had Rosie there doing all this stuff. They actually have these robots that cruise around restaurants and they drop off food. Like they'll, they, the cook or chef or whoever, whatever it works, he puts the food on the tray and the tray brings it out. So you can look at um servers like servers are going to be out of a job and i you know what part of me thinks and i'm not completely against this i feel like there's going to be some benefits to this ai and everything moving forward but i just think so many people are have their head in the sand have no idea what's going on and though there's a giant part of the workforce or or people in general or the population that don't want to work and i think that's i've been watching some videos like for the first time for some reason they 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 targeted men like there's a huge amount of men like a huge number of men that are, are age 20 to 30 and around that and they, they don't work like millions more than ever and they just don't want to work they have no they have no plans of getting a job anytime soon it's crazy like this never happened before in society and that, that's kind of like we we look at the workforce and we look at i know a bunch of entrepreneurs and business owners and Every single one of them talk about how difficult it is to find workers. And you could look at farmers or you could look at labor jobs. Those, I mean, I don't think at this point in time, they have any robots chopping wood. <laughs> of course, we have machines, which is very similar to, to a robot. But they, they have so much of this stuff happening that is mind-blowing. And we should know what's happening in, in our world. We really do. We, we should know that soon when you're reading a blog post that a human did not write that it was it was a human it was a bot and then when you're taught you could be talking to a bot on the phone or you're definitely texting someone and that could be a, a very well written text message coming from a bot if you're not directly reaching out to a business you could be texting um our ai like it's it's crazy to me so here's the thing is that it's dangerous to me because we got a little guy now and it, you know what's funny is i'm 
I'm kind of dating this show here because I'm sure in a year or in a few years, everyone's going to be using AI and this show is going to be so outdated. They're like, hey, remember when Drew was talking about AI just coming to market? Because everyone's going to be using it. If you have, just think, I'm thinking about someone, for example, that's not a very good writer, for example. Like I became a good writer from writing. I used to write every single morning for years. I would write on my social media. No one would read it. Then a few people would read it. And, you know, and that, that slowly increased over the years. But that created or that helped me develop becoming a good writer. And if someone doesn't want to be a writer or doesn't know how, they're not going to need to learn. All they have to do is get one of these programs, type in a few keywords, and a bot is going to spit everything out which is crazy to me because that's how I started. I started out in writing and reaching my audience on a deeper level through words. And I feel like there's so much power in words. But now what's like, are, is, is authors not going to be writing, writing much anymore? Is, are those going to be bots? And what else is coming out? Like is all the commercials and all the ads, are those going to be written by AI? It, it's so crazy to think like, in this world of technology, they could very easily take over in the next couple of years. And most people aren't even going to know that all this stuff is is coming from bots. It's going to be a bit more difficult to be personalized and a bit more challenging. But technology is moving so fast. I'm sure you could get someone that could, You all you have to do is put in a bunch of information, like a bunch of my blog posts, up, upload them, and they'll probably use my personality to like an AI They'll use AI to use my personality and maybe my sense of humor and they'll spit out exactly what I would have done, but better. And that's, and that's not so much the future. That's now. That's happening. It's, it's happening at such a rapid rate. I'm sure this app, I think it's called uh, Captions if anyone's interested, but this app that I'm using, I'm, I don't think it's like, I, I don't pay much for it. It's like five bucks a month. So if, you're, if you have these super high-powered uh, different types of ap applications that the go like government agencies are using or huge businesses are using. I'm sure there's much more bent or much more options that you can use. But but here's the thing that worries me is that the future, not just working on those skills like writing, for example, but communication, like ta talking to people or having personal conversations. I feel like that's going to become less and less, and it's already so little. And now we have a we have a little guy. He's at this point in time, he's only. Oh my gosh, he's only 10 months old, but that seemed to fly by. And how is he going to get by? Like right now, he's attracted to phones and screens. We don't have a TV in the house. We do have phones and computers. But if he sees a phone, he's like a magnet, like instantly needs to see it, needs to have it, needs to grab it. And we try to keep phones away from him at, at all costs. But the thing is, is now that everyone has phones, everyone has tablets, I don't even know how to explain. Like, how do you explain to family members that a 10-month-old doesn't need technology? Like, he doesn't need a phone. He doesn't need a tablet in front of his face. You can't even explain that to our parents anymore, grandparents. Like, how do you explain that to them? Like, everyone is so programmed around technology. They're like, what's the problem? Why can't a screen be two inches from his face? Or why can't he play with my cell phone? And it's so challenging to live in this world and understand that that technology can be detrimental to their health at this age. Of course, we have EMF that we have to worry about. And then we have vision. I really think that vision is going to be an issue from so many people staring at screens now or in the future. And th the thing is, is that you, you it's so difficult to explain that to people what's happening because we're all so brainwashed of we of of having our phones and technologies and being in front of being in front of screens and 
that's one of my points is is that I told you I'm a Tesla fan and Elon's coming out with this Neuralink and everyone's like freaking out. I'm sure there's a, a good community that's like, okay, this is a good thing, but it's actually a chip that goes into your brain and it can fix so many things. Of course, <laughs> that's a very that's a very strong step towards turning humans into robots. But I'm saying that we're already there. Like, how many times do we leave the room? Not the house. How many times do we leave a room without our cell phone? Our cell phone is basically glued to our hand at all times. And like, we're glued to technology. We're a part of our phone. And if, if we're not, we feel like everything's lost. We can, we don't, we hardly use our own brains anymore. We don't think. All we do is Google or we use voice message to talk to Siri. Whatever it is that we're doing, it's not even our own thinking. It's it's AI, it's technology, it's our it's computers, it's our phone. We sit in front of, com- I want to do a whole show on this, but the for, for me, when I see people that have chronic pain, I don't believe most of that comes from activity. I don't think that comes from sports. Very, there's very few athletes out there. Very few people are in high intensity, even contact sports. Those That chronic pain comes from inactivity. It comes from sitting in a, in, in a sitting position where there are, our spines are being compressed. We, don't, we hardly walk. We don't move. We don't get up through the day. That chronic pain of, of stems is my belief from inactivity and from sitting and from not using our body. We've all heard if you're not, use, if you're not gonna use it, you lose it. Well, that has everything to do with our bodies and how we're sitting and what we're doing throughout the day. Even, that's why we teach lifestyle. Even if you're gonna work out, like we teach working out for 25 minutes. But even if you're not work, even if you're working out for 25 minutes, what are you doing the rest of the day? Most people are sitting at work and when you're done work, you get home and you sit on the couch, sit at the dinner table, possibly, likely not. You sit on the couch and you watch TV while you flip through your phone for four or five hours into the evening. Then you fall asleep with the TV on and wonder why you can't sleep at night. On top of that, we wonder why we have chronic pain by not using our body. So, for me, there's a lot of people like, oh, this Neuralink is crazy. Imagine putting this chip into your brain. Now, I'm not an expert at, at, at any, at all, excuse me, I'm not an expert in any way, shape or form. I have read about it and of course it's interesting, but here's the thing is that if we're using technology in so many different ways, mostly detrimental if you ask me, it's like technology is obviously draining, it's hard on our eyes, it's difficult on our emotions, especially when you think that we, everyone lives in this perfect Instagram world of of perfect pictures and perfect lies like that's not healthy to compare yourself to people that are pretending to be happy and healthy but you have something like Neuralink for example they can put in your brain they can do all kinds of things they can get rid of dementia and and of course this is speculation this is just what they're talking about could possibly be happening and I'm saying if we're using technology anyways if we're glued to it if we never leave our phone and we're sitting in front of a computer all day long anyways why wouldn't you use something like a Neuralink to improve your health, to improve your memory? Um, I think they're working on being able to, like, could you imagine having like a built-in lie detector in your brain? And, and you know what the thing is, is that everyone's going to be doing, it's the same thing with with cell phones. Like people, you not everyone used to have a cell phone. Now everyone does. I really feel like because of the, the push for electric cars, which I think, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of electric cars. Those of you that, um, those of you that are a fan or regular listener may know that 
we did buy a Tesla um, not too long ago. I like been, been in love with Teslas. Been working towards buying one for like ten years, uh, maybe eight years. But at any rate, I um I'm a big fan of of electric cars and the technology and everything they have to offer. But I don't believe they're for everyone, and I don't believe they should be pushed on everyone. I think you should have the choice of your own. And now they're coming out with all these crazy laws of uh, California was the first one that I heard of. of in 20 i'm not sure 2023 2025 all the cars sold in california have to be electric and then ontario tried to come out with is trying to come out with something like this i think alberta and this is in canada alberta is the first province that i know is pushing back like all that is bonkers to me and i just listened to this this um crazy interview with uh said i think his name was said hartha and he was talking about the how the Kong, he was um, doing research on the ground in the Congo of where they mine the cobalt. And the, these incredibly, um, what's the word, dire circumstances that the, that the Congonese people are in and everything that they go through. Like it's, if you ever seen Blood Diamond with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, it's the exact same thing. And they're doing this with cobalt mining. And the cobalt and lithium and a couple other minerals, that's what, that's what they use to make the batteries for electric cars. And I'm like, what is happening? Like if they keep pushing all of this, all, the, all, all these electric cars, all they're doing is enslaving the people in the Congo. Because I think somewhere around 75, 80% of the world's cobalt comes from the Congo. So either that or they're going to have to start doing, doing more things like... Um, looking at quality of life or putting restrictions or um, those big companies that are being paid billions for this cobalt, they're going to have to put regulations. They're going to have to start treating the people that are mining better. And I certainly hope that happens. I don't even know, like, is there enough cobalt in the world? I mean, there must be. Otherwise, how would they be pushing this so hard? But at any rate, maybe that's not not exactly the direction I want to go with this conversation. But I, I just think that it's it's so crazy to think like our our phones and our laptops they're they have it's the recharge the cobalt does the recharging I, um and like I said I don't know a ton about it. I've just started listening to some interviews and I'm gonna read this guy's book but um like you have these people that are criticizing electric vehicles for example while they're on their phone that has cobalt in it or while they're on their laptop laptop talking smack about the electric vehicles and how it's detrimental to the environment it is without question i don't know how this whole green movement took over or, or is trying to is like blinded so many people to think it's that much better um than combustion than gas combustion engines but like like i said i'm an electric vehicle fan i just think it's a, a giant lie that they're trying to pull the wool over so many people's eyes of this is better for the environment when so much like it's a world thing it's not just province or country by country like they're ruining the rainforest in the congo those people are breathing that that those that toxic chemicals into their body as they mine the cobalt and we are here talking about how we're going to change the world and make it a better place while these people are dying like it's absolutely bonkers and i I feel like there's not enough people that are doing the research and learning about it but at any rate there's there's some of you here listening to this show, and hopefully you'll pass it pass it along. Along those same lines, if you do, we haven't done a whole lot of ads on on these particular shows, so it would be a huge benefit to us and myself and us at True Form. We've got a team that we're we're building and we're doing 
we're doing really well. But for these shows in particular, if you know anyone that could benefit, I'd really appreciate it if you'd share it. Like if, if every person that listened to shared it with one person, say, hey, check out this show, or I think you might find this show interesting, this particular episode or this this show in general, I'd really appreciate it. So, um, uh, yeah, we appreciate your consideration in sharing this show with any of your friends or family that, that might benefit or might be interested. But getting back to the whole Neuralink thing, like if you if there's a way to use technology for the good, I feel like that's a good thing. Like we should do that. And I, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I would not going to be the first in line to get anything embedded in my brain. <laughs> in fact, I have no plans. But I'm just saying, like we have, we have such a closed mind. Like we have, like I, I hate Tesla. I hate Elon. I don't know what he's doing. Like we don't even know the behind the scenes and and. Maybe I don't even know, like I'm not 100% set on what's good and what's bad, what's right and what's wrong. I feel like there's a gray area there where some people do good things and some people do shady things and 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 some good people do shady things for fine, for financial gain, like whatever it is. But we have such a, a black and white vision of Republican and Democratic or liberal and conservative, like there is a there is space there is an area for everyone to get along yeah i feel like can't we all just get along no i'm not i'm not saying that i'm just saying that it's so black and white there could be benefits just like this whole technology thing like i'm against technology i think we use technology too much i think it's abused i feel like it does more damage than good but what i'm saying here at the same time is that if there's a possibility to use it for good then maybe that's a good, maybe that's an option. And and here's the thing is if everyone, if it's beneficial and everyone starts doing it, then everyone's going to do it. Once it hits mass market, it's too, it's too late. Like we've seen that with the vaccines in, in the last couple of years is that it seemed, I think this is a bit of a lie though. It seems like that there was a small majority of people that, that didn't get vaccinated. And then you have the rest of the world that listened to the propaganda on the news and the politicians and the pretend like you got bill gates and fauci like pretend uh like they have nothing to or bill gates obviously has nothing to do with health and then um fauci is more concerned about his bottom line than um than actually helping people and that like that's been shown throughout the years not just this last couple term maybe for a different topic but what i'm saying here is is that here's that we can use technology for good and i also like i said before i do believe that ai can be used as a benefit in the future, especially if you look at, for me, like customer service is huge. That's something that we specialize in that's super important to me. I want, I always want that to be at our forefront. Quality products that work without question with the cleanest ingredients possible and customer service. That's what we do. And um, if anyone comes across us not doing that, please let me know because we're doing something wrong. But that's what we've built our whole reputation around. That's what we've built our brand around. And I'm thinking like it's so difficult to find people that will offer good quality customer service. So I'm saying, okay, maybe I don't have to find a person in the future. Maybe it's going to be AI. Maybe we have a bot, like a really, like a good, I'm not talking about like those, I really dislike you go to a website and it's like chat here. And then you have this like horribly put together bot that can, can't put together a sentence. I'm talking about like a real person that can have a conversation that is bright and has a sense of humor, like what they what this these this new technology and ai has in store it's it's i it's like i i am blown away and i don't say that too often 
when I pull up that app and I just kind of mess around and look behind the scenes at what it's doing, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, the, And this is just the very scratch of the surface. This is the tip of the iceberg. This is, We're just scratching the surface of what's going to be coming in the near future, but it's already so intelligent. And, um, and, and I'm, I mean, look, we got to take a step back. And that's one of the hardest parts when we look at the kids and the future generations. We went to, I we went, took a five hour flight and there's two little kids sitting in front of us. The parents were on their phones or laptops. The kids were on tablets. They were on their tablets from when we took off till when we landed. That is mind boggling to me from when we took off to when we landed. That is five hours straight of just playing games on their tablets. And I thought to myself, my gosh, don't we have the responsibility of parents to help direct our kids in a, in a different direction? Like, don't we have the responsibility to say, put the, put the tablet down, let's play a game. You can draw. You can use other parts of your brain. We can play cards. We can play, we can play games. We can, um, I don't know, build blocks. There's a hundred things that you could do, but to sit and stare at a tablet as a little kid. So here's what happened is, at the end of that flight, that little kid, he put his tablet down and I started asking him a question. It was around Christmas time. He had this little elf and I asked him about his elf and he just, he just took off. Like he was, he wouldn't stop talking like blah, 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 blah. And I thought this poor little kid is probably screaming for attention. He obviously loves to talk and he had no one to talk to. Like his parents didn't talk to him. He didn't, he had a little brother or looked like he had another sibling next to him or cousin, whatever it was. Did They didn't talk. They didn't, they didn't have any type of conversation. And the parents didn't. I didn't even see the parents talking to one another. The parents were on their own technology. And um, so when he started talking to me, he just kept talking and the parents were leaving. And they're like, hey, they're like dragging the kid away because he's obviously wanted to have some conversation, like some type of intellectual conversation. And talking about intellectual, like these kids, how are these kids going to have a conversation with adults as they get older? How are they going to have conversations with one another? It's scary to think like what could possibly happen. On the way home, I saw the same thing. This time it wasn't kids. It was a guy. He was sitting. I was on the aisle and he was sitting um, adjacent to me, like one row up and one row to the right. So I could see clearly what he was doing. And um, same thing. He was on his phone the whole time. He just went from app to app, from social media to text message. And um, the, the whole time another five hours he didn't put his phone down one time and i like i took a little bit of a nap <laughs> we played with our little guy i talked to my wife and like and every time i glanced over at this guy he did not put his phone down for a moment and i think like and, and i'm not like a huge proponent of Neuralink. i'm not i'm not trying to sell it obviously i'm just thinking like we, we have such a closed mindset like you have something that could possibly be beneficial right and you already have people are like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'd never do anything like that. Like, and, I'm, and, and I think you have not put your phone down. We like, we're already programmed, right? Like we're already robots. Have you ever been in a room with someone, you're having a conversation with them and they stop what they're doing. They stop the conversation. They get up and they walk to their phone just to check the message. Sometimes they answer it and sometimes they don't, but they have to check. Like we have been programmed like robots and we have a piece of technology that's glued to our phone. And in the near future, there's probably a very good chance we're going to have some kind of chip in our brain that may or may not be beneficial. And, and that's what I'm saying is the future is here. We are 
te- like technology is here, robots are here, AI is here, whether you like it or not. So I, I feel like it's probably a, probably a good idea to take advantage the best you can and find some benefits from it. But I mean, of course, there's the other end of it that you have to get outside, you have to get away from technology, you have to put the phone down, yeah, and um, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect yourself from EMF. I did a show with R Blank in the past. We did a couple of shows, actually, great guy. And I'm gonna go on his podcast coming up here in the near future. But there is there's so much to our health and our well-being and paying attention to what we're putting in our body and on our body and what we're consuming. I'm I'm so conscious of what I do in the first thing in the morning because if you go straight to social media the first thing or right before bed or in the middle of the night, your emotions are so affected. Um, your emotions, your thoughts, uh, everything that you process has what what has has everything to do with the things that you see, hear, the words that you speak. Like it's all related. There's so much depression. There's so much anxiety, and we're so glued to technology. It's scary. I feel like if we were to take a step back and get out, got out in nature, do some maybe a technology detox once in a while, we'd feel so much better. I know when we go to the mountains less reception we, we went did a lot of camping this summer we're going to do more next summer and um, i always feel rejuvenated getting, getting away from everything and i would encourage you to do the same while we still can <laughs> at any rate i'm gonna let i'm gonna leave you with that thank you so much for joining me today on exploring mind and body you can head over to trueformlife.com if you have any questions concerns if you're looking to work with us in any way or uh, making a big push here with our fitness program it's doing fantastic. And um, if you're, you're interested in trying it out, let us know. We'll offer a couple weeks free just to see if that program might fit for you. Um, but that's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Taddea, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Taddea, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Taddea, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.